Good morning and welcome to Rich Thoughts for Breakfast. I'm Harold Herring and that's my fine wife, Belle. On today's wonderful call, we are going to have a do Marvelous not, Monday. That's it. Do not fear scripture. Again, from Genesis, this time 50, verse 21. So then, don't... Don't be afraid. I will provide for you and your children. And he reassured them and spoke kindly to them. Hallelujah. That's good. On today's call, we're going to discuss right thinking manifest healing. You know, over the past 10 years and five months that we've been teaching about rich thoughts, about how they produce right thinking, which, is, which enables us to live the good life. And God intended for us to experience. Today we're going to share how right thinking manifests at least four amazing blessings. Hallelujah. First Peter 2.24. First Peter 2.24. Who his own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree that we being dead to sins should live unto righteousness by whose stripes we were healed. Now here is 1 Peter 2.24 in the Amplified Bible, revised. He personally bore raised sins in his own body, on the tree, as an altar and offered himself on it. That Ray might die, cease to exist to sin, and live to righteousness. By his wounds, Ray has been healed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How about another one? He personally bore Yolanda's sins in his own body on the tree, as on an altar, and offered himself on it, that Yolanda might die, cease to exist to sin, and live to righteousness. By his wounds, your names have been healed. Yolanda, or what we just said, Ray, or Irene, or Kay, or Lana, or so many, many, many more we could call out. Absolutely. Anyway. Fred, okay, so. We looked up the word righteousness in right. Strong's Concordance. And guess what we found? That the Greek word is G1343, 1343, and it means in a broad sense, state of him who is as he ought to be, righteousness, the condition acceptable to God, integrity, virtue, purity of life, rightness, correctness of thinking, feeling, acting. And that's when we saw it. Righteousness is the, quote, state of him who is as he ought to be. Wow. End quote. That's, we were blown away. So the question is, how ought we, you, I, us, to be? We ought to be dead to sin. That's right. So we can have correctness of thinking, feeling, and acting. Sin is what keeps us from thinking right, feeling right, acting right. We felt, we felt led to look at Romans 8.31. 8.31. You live in translation once again, and of life what was stirring in us. That scripture says nothing can separate us from God's love. What shall we say about such wonderful things? If God is for us, who could ever be against us? Ooh. The point of this scripture is not the rhetorical question, but who can ever be against us? as much as it is to clear the sin of thinking, feeling, and acting incorrectly 
Yes, against us. You know, the invitation to sin is manifested through how we think and feel and act. Um, the things that we face daily. Listen, we live in a broken down world. The purpose of sin is to separate us from the love of God that God has for us, to make us feel all alone and hopeless in our situations in life. But the very good news is that Romans 8.32, 8.32 New Living Translation says, neither death nor life, nor neither angels nor demons, neither our fears for today nor our worries about tomorrow, not even the powers of hell can separate us from God's love. That's what it says. Are we seeing this, though? Neither the fears for today nor our worries about tomorrow, which hasn't even come, can keep his love from us or his promises from becoming real into our lives because he is faithful to perform that which he has promised, but we have to receive it and believe it. Yes. So what has God promised us? Let's look. God promised us, us peace no matter what is going on around us. Isaiah 26, 3, one of my favorites. I like it in the classic Amplified, though. But this is in the New Living Translation. It says, you will keep in perfect peace all who trust in you, all whose thoughts are fixed on you. I like the Amplified because it says your, um, your character and your disposition or inclination of your mind. Wow. John 14, 27, though, going right on. I love this, too. John 14, 27 says, peace I leave with you. My own peace I now give and bequeath to you. You know what a bequeath is? That means that's a will being left to you and bequeathed to you, not as the world gives do I give to you. Do not let your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. Stop allowing yourselves to be agitated and disturbed and do not permit yourselves to be fearful and intimidated cowardly and unsettled and philippians 4 7 if that if john 14 27 just doesn't do it for you then hopefully philippians 4 7 message bible will do it don't fret or worry instead of worrying pray yes let petitions and praises shape your worries into prayers letting god know your concerns before you know it a sense of god's wholeness everything coming together for good will come and settle you down it's wonderful what happens when Christ displaces worry at the center of your life. Wow. And we could give you so many other scriptures. If you got a pen, pencil, take this down. Psalm 3711. Psalm 3711. Romans 1513. Romans 1513. Romans 86. 86. Proverbs 324. 324. 2 Timothy 1 7. 2 Timothy 1 7. Here's another Proverbs. Proverbs 3 25. 3 25. That's right after 3 24. We should have added that together. Philippians 4 7. Philippians 4 7. And Isaiah 26 3, which is the one we wrote about having perfect peace. So God promises us prosperity regardless of our current situation. Sometimes our prosperity will be just being taken care of in the midst of our situation doesn't mean the money bags roll in but it does mean that you will you will be provided for third john 2 very familiar scripture but not usually in the message bible do we quote it. it we're the best of friends and i pray for good fortune in everything you do and for your good health 
that your everyday affairs prosper as well as your soul. That's what happens when our soul prospers, our, our body prospers too. 2 Corinthians 9, 6 through 8. 2 Corinthians 9, 6 through 8, classic Amplified Bible says, remember this, he who sows sparingly and grudgingly will also reap sparingly and grudgingly. And he who sows generously that blessings may come to someone will also reap generously and with blessings. Let each one give as he has made up his own mind and purposed in his heart, not reluctantly or sorrowfully or under compulsion, for God loves, he takes pleasure in, prizes above other things, and is unwilling to abandon or do without a cheerful, joyous, prompt to do it, giver whose heart is in his giving. And God is able to make all grace, every favor, thank you, Lord, and earthly blessing come to you in abundance so that you may always and under all circumstances and whatever the need be self-sufficient possessing enough to require no aid or support and furnished in abundance for every good work and charitable donation. Philippians 4.19 But my God, mm. my God, shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Now here's five more scriptures we recommend that you read and study. Deuteronomy 28 Verses 2 through 8. Deuteronomy 28, 2 through 8. Psalm 34, 10. 34, 10. Psalm 23, 1. 23, 1. Luke 6, 38. Luke 6, 38. And Deuteronomy 8, 18. If you've hung around us, you have learned all of those by heart. You have. Mm -hmm. God promises you healing in spite of what the doctor says. Think of this. Isaiah 53, 5. 53.5. But he was wounded by our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes, we are healed. Glory to God. Exodus 15.26. 15.26, New Living Translation. He said, If you will listen carefully to the voice of the Lord your God and do what is right in his sight, obeying his commands and keeping all his degrees, then I will make you, I will make, I will not, I will not make you suffer any of these diseases that I've sent on the Egyptians. For I, the Lord, I'm the Lord who he heals, heals you. Woo, I love that. Psalm 107.20, 107.20. He sent forth his word and heals them and rescues them from the pit and the destruction. Hallelujah. Mm. God promises you victory over every attack of the enemy. Proverbs 18, 19, 18, 19, classic amplified. The name of the Lord's a strong tower. The consistently righteous man, upright and right standing with God, runs into it and is safe, high above evil and strong. Wow. Circle Corinthians 4.8, 4.8, classic amplified. We're hedged in, pressed on every side, troubled and oppressed in every way, but not cramped or crushed. We suffer embarrassment and are perplexed and unable to find a way out, but not driven to despair. 
Hebrews 13.6, 13.6, Classic Amplified. So we take comfort, are encouraged and confidently and boldly say, The Lord is my helper. I will not be seized with alarm. I will not fear or dread or be terrified. What can man do to me? Mm. So what is correct thinking? Philippians 4, 8 and 9. Philippians 4, 8 and 9, message some get all up, friends. I say that if you do best, you do best by filling your minds and meditating on things true, noble, reputable, authentic, compelling, gracious, the best, not the worst, the beautiful, not the ugly, things to praise, not things to curse. Put into practice what you've learned from me, what you've heard and saw and realized. Do that. And God who makes everything Work together. Work you. Do his most excellent harmonies. Hallelujah. So, 1 Corinthians, correct thinking. Let's put it this way. Correct thinking is to think like Christ would think. And it says 1 Corinthians 2.16. 1 Corinthians 2.16 says, For who hath known the mind of the Lord, that he may instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. We can appropriate the mind of Christ if we're studying the word and know how he thinks. So righteousness, if righteousness is correct thinking, then we need to separate ourselves from the things that are not righteous, the things that don't line up with what the word says. 2 Timothy 2.21, 2.21 Classic Amplified says, so whoever cleanses himself from what is ignoble and unclean, who separates himself from contact with contaminating and corrupting influences, will then himself be a vessel set apart and useful for honorable and noble purposes, consecrated and profitable to the master, fit and ready for any good work. So we focus this on our thinking, on the progression of the human response, and what we think we feel and what we feel we act on. So simply said, the way to manifest healing and part every area of our life is to live with righteousness. And that's something to think about. There's a lot of meat in that. And a whole lot of scriptures. Yes, there is. And even more we could have listed. That's it. Hallelujah. Focus on this study. That's it. And until tomorrow morning at 8.30 Eastern, God bless you. Happy trails. And keep thinking rich thoughts from the Word of God. We love you. We appreciate you. Bye-bye.